Hi there, it's Elaine. This is the middle of December. We've been sort of deep in snow since late October. Uh, it seems like continuously. And it's been really cold for a lot of that time. In between, we've had some days that are a bit warmer, and we've had freezing rain and drizzle and actual rain sort of mushed in there with all the snow and what have you. This can be a really difficult time for people. Now, the funny thing is, if you look at the stats and go by um, what are the most difficult times of year, I would have thought that over the holidays, and I will say that uh, I celebrate Christmas, so whatever you celebrate, you know, all of the f holidays that fall around this time, late, you know, late uh, November on, it uh, is almost a universal uh, change in our energy and in, in the vibration of of who we are and, and what we are. And it can be painful for people. It can be very lonely. It can be incredibly stressful if you uh, or your family, kind of like us, went out of our way when the children were young to make sure they had everything their little hearts desired. And it's a, a very slippery slope. It's a dangerous game to play with one's finances. But I have to say that I've talked to other people who, like me, have uh, knocked on death's door more than once. And it does give you a very different outlook. I tended to always be in the moment as the children grew up and uh, wasn't comfortable planning far ahead because you, in our case, never really knew what might happen next when it would be, you know, all systems are no longer a go and we're back in the hospital. So uh, I tended to play everything very close to the vest and would spring things on the kids and, and the family uh, with very little time to prepare, only because I didn't want them to be let down if something happened and we were unable to do whatever it was that we were planning. Sadly, a number of plans that never got off the table or the kids didn't know about uh, got canned in the offing exactly because uh, once again I was back in the hospital or I was unable to travel or I was in some cases in too much pain to see much of anything or pay any attention to anything except the pain. And that's part of what I want to talk about today. I found an interesting 
individual who is deemed a mystic and um, I believe a healer, and he speaks a great deal. His name is Matt Kahn, that's K-A-H-N, and in the space of three weeks, he was mentioned by three different people. Uh, for me, that's a sign that I better go figure out who this is. And I was at first a little confused and then a little mesmerized. And then I began to really pay attention to what he offers. And his message is one that's really very different from what else is out there. He believes, well, this is paraphrasing what he says, but it seems he believes we've completely gone past uh, the time of atoning for everything you did, asking forgiveness, thinking on the past, you know, um, gestalt therapy and all of the encompassing modalities that one can use to, to get past the past, if you will, um, striving to be better, striving to change one's mindset, uh, striving to, uh, you know, go from uh, not great thoughts to good thoughts. And he's actually got a very different approach. He believes that it all comes from the divine, and in doing, it is therefore all the design of the divine, if you will. And therefore, everything is as it should be. That can be a really hard concept for people to wrap their heads around. He's basically saying, and in, in one of his talks, he talks about, you know, if you feel like you really hate something, well then go right into that. Sit in the pocket. Feel that hate. Just immerse yourself and hate as hard as you can. He said, and, and in fact, you're going to find yourself laughing. And the funny thing is I'm sort of chuckling when I'm thinking about it because it's a very odd place to sit, to, to be consumed, as I say, by hate. It actually does become quite ridiculous. And it's easier uh, to move on, to lighten your mood, to to do what you have to do to get yourself out of that funk when you can and do laugh at yourself. Because let's face it, okay, we all have foibles. Um, I have a lovely long laundry list of foibles. Oh God, I love alliteration. <laughs> and I have to say that... Um, Yes, I have a great deal of foibles and faults, and they have been pointed out to me numerous times. Um, there are, I, I don't think, any that I am not aware of. And he suggests that you take those feelings when they come up and actually 
get into them, go with them, allow yourself to feel that negative feeling, be it anger, be it jealousy, be it envy, be it whatever, and and get right in there, feel it deep, 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 and do it to the best of your ability. And then you can move on. And the, the bigger message, uh, I, I think there's sort of two uh, tenets of, of where he's going. And again, this is just me paraphrasing. Uh, he says that we've moved on to the next age or the next dimension, um, which is kind of cool because, yeah, I'm really getting tired of having to you know, keep peeling the onion and find the rest of the stuff that uh, I mucked up. But that's not all. The biggest tenet, the biggest thing I've taken from the, I don't know, 40, 50 recordings that I have been listening to in the past three months is this. In every instance where you want to berate yourself, where you're upset about what's happening, you're lonely, you're in despair, you're angry, you're jealous, you're condescending, you're whatever. When you get into that feeling, that's when you deserve more love, not less. And that comes from you. He wrote a book, I think, Whatever Arises, Love That. And his, well, to me, mantra is what he calls the I love yous. And it's simply when you acknowledge whatever, be it good, bad, or indifferent, it's a time to say, I love you. Whether you're saying, I love you to your anger, I love you to your kindness, I love you to your joy, I love you to your heavy thighs. I love you to your crooked fingers. I love you to the hole in my leg. All of those things deserve more love, not less. And each and every one of those things are in essence divine design and therefore exactly as they should be. And when you can get to a place that you can go into those feelings and come out of those feelings in a relatively short time, when you get to the laughter, it seems you've taken the lesson and you can move on and go on to loving everything about you and those around you. Because when you can love those around you, no matter what, and you're loving yourself no matter what, those around you's attitude changes. It just does. And that in itself should show you that you are, in fact, getting the lessons. Now, I love the whole concept of going into this much uh, better age or attitude or era or whatever it's called 
where we can simply concentrate on loving because everything that we can love about ourselves means we can open up and love those in our lives as well. The other thing that he says, and again, paraphrasing, because I there's a lot more to it than I'm actually giving you, and I suggest looking up his podcast and his YouTube, and you can go on Amazon to buy his books, well, or Goodreads too, I believe. But the whole thing is that whatever's going on in the world, as much as we feel for other people and we think certain things are horrific, we have to acknowledge that no matter what it is, we don't know what to do. We don't know how to change. We don't know how to change others. And in fact, it's really not our job. But just by loving ourselves more instead of less, we are actually putting that love out into the universe and acknowledging the divine as it is, which, when all is said and done, will help with everything else. Now, as I said, I really was paraphrasing, but I think it's a lovely uh, set of set of podcasts and videos, etc., to hold on to at this time of year. Uh, for anyone who finds it difficult, for anyone who finds themselves alone, even in a crowded room, it, you can often feel incredibly lonely. Acknowledge that. And then, you know, under your breath, you don't have to do it out loud, but just say, I love you. I love you. I love you because you're lonely. I love you even when you're not. And just keep loving those bits of you, which will radiate out into loving those around you. Bottom of it all, keep breathing. And as you keep breathing, you can just breathe in the love and breathe out whatever. The frustration, the loneliness, the angst, the despair. Keep breathing and breathe in more love for you, not less. Until next time, I'm Elaine. Holiday season is upon us, and I want you all to do the best you can with what you have. And I, too, will try to do the best I can. And... As always, I will keep breathing.